Do you run your own freelance business? Or maybe you're thinking about picking up some business on the side. Well, then you need FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the quickest and easiest way to get invoices out to your clients. It's easy to use. It works anywhere, available from any device, uh, on the desktop, iPhone, iPad, Android, and all of your data is backed up and secure. And it makes it really easy to get organized and get paid. You'll be tracking time, logging expenses, and invoicing your clients in no time. You can also save time billing, freeing up several days per month to focus on the work that you love, and you get paid faster. FreshBooks customers are paid on average five days faster because there's a link on the invoice that says pay me now. And it's a great way to grow your business. Plus, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day trial. That's right, 30-day trial if you try them out. So go to gofreshbooks.com slash devchat and enter devchat in the how did you hear about us section. Once again, for a 30-day trial, go to gofreshbooks.com slash devchat and enter devchat in the how did you hear about us section. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another My Angular Story. This week, we're talking to Sam Brennan is what you put on the, the page, but I met you as Samantha Rhodes at a conference, so I don't know. I am getting adopted by my stepfather, so I'm I'm super super excited about that. Awesome! Very cool. My last name. Cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we uh, we met at NG Atlanta. We've had you and your mom both on Adventures in Angular. So yeah. It was super fun. Absolutely. So let's let's uh, get your story. Let's let's tell people about you. you. Is there anything you want to share by way of introduction before we dive in and ask all these deep probing questions? I don't think so. I think these questions are pretty much going to going to answer everything. Awesome. And I just want to let people know that if they are interested in the episode that you were on, it was episode 184 and we were talking about NG Girls. So Yes. It's the best episode. Yeah, the best one ever. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive in and talk about how you got into programming. Okay. So it started off when I was nine years old. I, of course, like any nine-year-old, got grounded. And I had to make a website or I would not, I would never get ungrounded unless I made this website. So at the time I was, it was just HTML and CSS and I was just using localhost and, and there were lots of kittens involved everywhere and everything was pink. And so I, I made this website from, I learned from Codecademy. And then what I learned, I had to transfer into like a little, you know, project that was, mm-hmm. uh, what's that word I'm thinking of? Um, local, a local project on your computer. And I had to prove to my mom that I knew what I was doing. And then I got ungrounded. So that's how I got started with that's awesome. Very traumatic. So next week, when you hear wailing from Utah, where my kids are going, Dad! I'll know exactly what it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I know that, that, uh, that sound. Yeah. I was making a lot. So interesting. So, so you just built a website that had kittens and whatever you were into at the time on it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple pages. So on the first page, there was a little about me and why I was grounded, I think was on there. Um, and then there was a, there was a gallery what, a page that just had complete, just all kittens, all kittens. And uh, yeah, it was. Any it was, way we can see that. Oh, no, no, no. It's been deleted from every source ever. <laughs> no way. Nice. Yeah. So, so how did you come along from there? Because, uh, I mean, you've done NG Girls. Uh, you've spoken at some of the Angular conferences. So I'm curious, you know, how, how do you come up from 
a nine-year-old building this website because you're grounded to doing some of the other things that you've done in the Angular community? Well, uh, it was definitely slow. I think I, I, t- I was doing HTML and CSS, but as soon as I got ungrounded, I s- stayed far, far away from programming. Mm-hmm. And I, I was not into it at all. And then when I was maybe, I don't know, 14, my mom showed me a video from NGConf. I think it was NGConf 2016. Um, Katya Eames did a talk mm-hmm. about how she got a laptop for coding. And my mom showed me that video and I was like, if you got me a laptop, I'd code too. Heck, man, let's do it. So so I started I started programming a little bit and I did still it was still code coming, but I think I did this time the JavaScript and Angular courses mm-hmm. instead of the HTML and CSS. And then I had to again prove to her that I knew what I was doing. So I made a little website and showed it to her. And I got a laptop for my fifteenth birthday. And then I started going to high school and I quit coding for a long time. And right before NGConf 2017, my mom said if I wanted to go with her to Utah, which I did, mm-hmm. I would have to do Tour of Heroes, which is a little bit more difficult than anything that I had done up to that point. But I did it in about a week. And then I went to NGConf. And ever since then, I met the coolest people in the community. Everybody was so nice. And I was just... I just got really excited about it at NGConf because everybody is just so excited. If you've ever met my mom, she's a ball of energy. And <laughs> she can get anybody excited. So Yeah, she can. Yeah, she can. It's a lot of fun. And, and she's a regular on Angular Air, so... Yeah, yeah, man, that lady could sell fish water. She, yeah. huh, she's amazing. So what was your experience like at the first NGConf? I mean, the people were terrific, but... I mean, how much of it did you follow and, and how, oh how did that influence things for you? I think that was one of my mom and I's only major fight was at NGConf. And uh, we, well, I was going to the conference and I was, at this point, I had only done Tour of Heroes. And so I was sitting in these talks, obviously in the front row next to my mother. And, uh, and I had no idea what anybody was talking about. And I was really confused. Looking back now, it was all imposter syndrome. And it was just because I thought that I didn't belong there. And because everybody would ask me, oh, are you here for Angie Kids? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it was really awkward. And um, so I, I, was, I was always escaping and going back to the room and, you know, trying to hide out. And my mom finally sat me down and she was like, what is going on with you? Why are you doing this? And I was like, well, um, to be honest, I'm not sure what anybody's talking about. I'm really lost. I feel very behind. And I don't think anybody else in the room is feeling like this. And, and of course, she said, that's absolutely not true. It takes a while to, you know, to get all of this information into your brain. You don't just, you know, start and just know all of the information. Like, you've got to learn more. And she told me that she didn't expect me to understand every single thing they were saying and that made me feel a lot better and so ever since then I've just real you know remembered that you don't have to know like if you don't know what they're talking about go and research it and understand because it's not that hard and the people in the angry community are the best teachers like they're some of the best teachers I've ever met I went to high school for a, a very very long time and the angular community are way better teachers than a lot of the people that I've met so learning from them is, is a lot easier than most places. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 it's interesting. I mean, I've been in the programming communities for a long time and it seems like some communities really get that and some don't. And the Angular community has definitely embraced the whole, you know, let's bring people in, let's make this approachable, let's give them some way of, you know, getting into it and attaching to it. Absolutely. I did Java for a little while while I was in high school, just for um, a year or two, I think. I did Java, and that was, it was definitely not the same. No. Angular is amazing. Yeah, I did Java in college, and, and I liked it. But yeah, if you grounded me and made me do Java, I'd be upset now. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) But yeah. So so yeah, so what have you done with Angular that you're particularly proud of or excited about? Well, um, I have done multiple conference talks. I haven't contributed, but I have done some conference talks and I've worked on some smaller projects. Uh Uh-huh. Right now I'm working on a migration from AngularJS to Angular, which has been a very different situation than I'm used to. Working with AngularJS is a lot different than Angular. Yeah. Definitely. And this is my first, um, my first exposure to AngularJS, which is cool. So I've worked on a lot of animations. I've done a lot of talks about animations. I'm, I love animations. Making things move and, and blow up and stuff is, is very exciting. And I like making things exciting on mm-hmm. on an app. So I've done a lot of animations. And I'm still pretty new to Angular and TypeScript and stuff like that. But um, I definitely am learning a lot lately. Very cool. Yeah. Now, one, one other thing that you've done that I thought was interesting was at, what, 17? You organized the NG Girls at NG Atlanta. Yeah. Actually, I just turned 17 last month. So I was oh, still- okay. But yeah, close enough. Uh, yes, I did. I, I love Ingy Girls. They are really, really amazing. And they work really hard to make everything come together. And I got to see a little bit of that in Angular, uh, at Ingy Atlanta, when I helped them make it run, which was super, super cool. And anybody interested in being a mentor, I couldn't say this enough, is it is the most rewarding thing I think I've done at an Angular conference by far. It's, yeah, it's, it's really amazing. They are just the most amazing so much work goes into it, and I don't think a lot of people realize that, but it is definitely very cool. A, um, my first ng-conf, I was a... Actually, I did not choose to do this, but I'm so glad that I did. My mom actually signed up to be a mentor for ng-girls at ng-conf 2017, mm-hmm. and she realized that she was overbooked, and she scheduled two things at the same time. So while I was doing Tour of Heroes, I also looked at ng-girls, and decided that I could be a mentor and I could probably help with that. So I got signed up in my mom's place to be a mentor. And I, I think I'm the youngest mentor of NG Girls to this day. But I hope that changes because as soon as I got over the hump of being terrified that I don't know what anybody's talking about, it's definitely become a lot easier to learn. It's definitely all psychological. So once you get over that, it's... I don't really feel any different than a lot of the people in the community. And being an NG Girls, like all the girls there, everybody's interested in the same thing. They want to learn Angular, which is amazing. So it's not really, like it wasn't really hard to be, I thought that it was going to be very difficult to be a mentor mm-hmm. at NG Girls, but it, it's really not because nobody really pays attention to how old you are or what you're doing. Just as long as 
you're excited as well to learn or to teach and it's everybody's welcome there. Yep, absolutely true. The other thing that I find is that a lot of people, again, going back to the idea of imposter syndrome, they feel like they don't know enough to be a mentor. And you're teaching absolute beginners. So if you can handle most of the common issues, you're good. Absolutely. Most of it is is definitely the NPM install and the node and stuff, getting their environment set up. And then from there on, it's, I mean, Shwella has written such an amazing application with such detailed instructions that it's really easy to follow. Same with Tour of Heroes. Both of those are incredibly good um, instructions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She's done a terrific job. Yeah, she has. Of course, she took her baby to the last one that she was at. So that was... I know. I, I'm so sad I missed that. That's I know, right. We've got a new NG baby. Yep, Absolutely. I don't think I'm the youngest mentor anymore. Man, that was fast. (laughs) That one's hard to beat too. Yeah, right? Yep. So, so yeah. So, what are you working on now? Like I said, I'm doing the migration from AngularJS to Angular. Mm -hmm. And and I'm working on some talks for some uh, meetups and podcasts. There's also a, um, a little conference in Denver coming up in August. Uh, it is the meetup for Denver, but they're doing a, a conference instead. So they're inviting multiple people to speak. And it's, I think, a one-day conference. And it's, it's, I'm super excited about that. So I'm working on some, um, some talks here and there for different various things mm-hmm. that I'm really excited about. And my project and starting college next month. That's going to take up a lot of my time for sure. Yeah, just a couple things. Yeah, no, nothing major. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, tell me a little bit about your plans for college. It, it seems like you've been so involved in so many things in the Angular community. I, I guess some people might assume that you're going to go into computer science. Oh, Is that the plan? Or do you know? Or how does that all work? Surprise. I Well, I just graduated from high school, I think, a month ago, less than a uh-huh. month ago. So I am very, very new to the whole um, adult life. I also graduated a year early. So college was, I actually graduated very abruptly and I didn't realize that I had enough credits until like the last second. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm starting my life now. Yikes. So I, long story short, I'm not sure what I want to do mm-hmm. yet. It's, it's definitely pretty obvious that I'm probably going to stay with programming. I can't even imagine going to a different industry and like, there's no other Mike Brocky or Shai Resnick in the world. <laughs> you can't really replace these people. Yeah. So um, I'm probably going to stay with programming. The problem is that the college that I'm enrolled in, their um, computer science course is very outdated. And I think the first class is intro to computers. At all. <laughs> so I think I'm a little bit past where... Uh-huh they're expecting us to be. And so I'm really not sure about college. Luckily with this industry, you don't need a degree. You just have to prove that you know what you're doing and you're pretty much good to go. Yep. So I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm definitely um, on the fence about what I want to do with my life. I'm 17 years old and it's, it's, it's a lot to be involved in the community so much and to be speaking at conferences and also trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm hard but it's so much fun and it's been a roller coaster that I wouldn't trade for anything 
Yeah, it, it it sounds pretty amazing. And and I, I have to say that I've been pretty impressed with just all of the things that you've been able to do as a younger person. And I mean, granted, your mom's going to the conferences anyway, and so you can go with her. Yes, I with, definitely have help and support. Yeah, where I, I don't know that a lot of other kids that would be interested in it would have a parent that would be in a position to be with them at the conference. Absolutely. I think a lot of it is most kids aren't, I mean, I wasn't either. I definitely, programming did not cross my mind at all until my mom started getting into it. And then she realized that, you know, this is such a good opportunity. It's such a good, like, place to be in your life. So she she kind of started getting me into it. But I definitely was not, I wasn't that into it until I, I got my first paycheck, which was definitely where the tables turned. <laughs> yeah, that'll get your attention. Ah! Yeah, I, it, oh. I have been working a lot since since that first paycheck. That was definitely pretty cool. I enjoyed that a lot. I'll bet. Yeah. Programming is it's it's pretty great. You've got so much freedom and you can make the coolest things. I somebody said or I read somewhere that programmers are like superheroes. Or maybe that was doctors like superheroes. But hey, I think programmers are like superheroes. Mm-hmm. You can make anything you want to make. You can make anything do what you want. That is so cool. Programming runs cars and and machines. Like, that is so cool. Well, and it's it's interesting, too, because, well, to give a little bit of context, my father-in-law is a uh, general contractor. And so all of the stuff he has, I mean, if you cut it wrong, you yeah. have to go get a new board, right? Yeah. Um, and with software, you just delete the lines. <laughs> you know, you're good. Backspace. So cool. Yep. I so, think- are very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I'm curious about with you and, you know, your age and your, you know, the way that you came into programming, I, I know a lot of folks talk about wanting their kids to learn to program. And I think it's going to become more and more of a skill that people are going to have to have. So absolutely. my kids are a little younger than you are, but how, how can I do things with them that are going to lead them down some of these? Well, I'm glad you asked. I have an article that I wrote called How to Get Your Kids to Code, and it's on Medium. Mm-hmm. And if I can remember, it was, a, it was a while ago that I wrote this, but if I can remember some of it, there were some really good tips on there that my mom and I both struggled through and then wrote this pretty basic guide on what worked and what definitely did not work. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we definitely found out worked is bribery. Bribery is definitely always a good option. Um, <laughs> it really gets you where you want to go. I got a laptop out of it, which I still use to this day that Mm -hmm. I love. And definitely something that we learned was positive reinforcement was absolutely, I mean, getting grounded and having to make a website was not the best way that I think we went about it because it was traumatizing. And after I wrote that website, I was like, I never want to touch a computer ever again. Right. But, But then the bribery came in and then the paycheck came in. And that was, again, like I said, that was totally when the tables turned and now I love working and my friends call me they're like hey you want to hang out and I'm like sorry I'm making money I gotta go <laughs> nice it's, it's it's a lot of fun I I love making money so programming has definitely definitely helped me get there I think the biggest thing for us was positive reinforcement I man I should go read my own article shouldn't I <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm having a hard time remembering the tips that I wrote positive reinforcement was a big one bribery was a big one that worked for us. 
and uh, being excited about it. I remember that was that was a huge one for us. If my mom comes home and she's excited about something, I'm going to be excited. And my mom and I are super close and she's my best friend. Absolutely. So when she gets excited about something like she I remember there was a time where she was coding and she was trying to figure out NDRX and she was coding at 3 a.m. And she finally got it working and she's been working on this for weeks and she finally got it working. And I remember like the tweets that she tweeted out, she finally got this working. She was texting me at 3 a.m. And I, I didn't see them until the morning, but she was so excited. And then I was like, hey, maybe NGRX is pretty cool. I don't know. But if she's so excited about it, it's got to be exciting. And I think that was the whole, like, that was just an analogy. But the bigger picture is... When she was excited about coding, she was actually secretary for many years. So when she discovered coding and the, the amount of freedom that you can have when you're programming, she got really excited about it and therefore got me excited about it. Because when somebody else around you is excited, it's infectious. Unless Absolutely. You're but um, yeah, so definitely if you're excited about it, whoever you're talking to is, is going to want to try it. So that was a huge one for us. Yep, absolutely. We'll have to find that article and put a link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a cool article if I don't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you have a perspective on it that I don't, so. Yeah, and most of those tips did come from um, learning the hard way. <laughs> yep. We definitely made some mistakes, and my brother actually is, he tried the exact same thing as me, but um, mm -hmm. he's... It didn't, we didn't do it exactly right with him. Well, not we, but um, it didn't go right with him. He's not a programmer right now, but he is now into it. And he is like, we, we use these tips again now and they still work and he's almost 20 now. So, so they, they still work. That's exciting. Very cool. Yeah. Well, was there anything else that we needed to dive into before we get to our picks? I think I just want to touch one more time on imposter syndrome mm -hmm. and still to this day for any, I have some friends who are now interested in programming because I'm excited about it and they're getting excited about it. Um, one thing that I really want to say is if you're confused about something or if you're feeling that imposter syndrome, you're probably learning something new and you're probably learning something exciting and it's going to be hard for a while, but as soon as you get it, like there's this feeling that I have never felt with any other thing in my life. Like the, I, my mom and I, it's a problem that we have. We get very emotional when, when we code and if it doesn't work, we're really upset about it. But when it does work, we have literal dance parties and we actually like jump up and down. We high five, we hug, we sometimes cry. Like there's, there's a, a roller coaster of emotions. But if you're confused about something, you're probably doing something right mm -hmm. and you're learning something new and you're breaking through. So I want to say if you're confused, keep going and be stubborn and be tenacious because that is why programmers are so cool because we don't give up. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I do have some picks. Awesome. Let's hear them. This episode is sponsored by DigitalOcean. DigitalOcean is the hosting provider I use for devchat.tv. I also use it for my applications that manage the RSS feeds, scheduling, and sponsorships involved in delivering these shows. DigitalOcean is easy to use, has data centers all over the world, and provides terrific services including server hosting and object storage for delivering your web applications and assets quickly and easily. 
I use DigitalOcean because I love their interface. I get SSD storage for my servers and their support replies quickly. So go check them out at digitalocean.com. Okay, the first one is, I think, an obvious one is my mother. I want to thank her because she is, moms are amazing. And, um, and I would not be where I am today if I did not have my mother. So I, wanna, I want her to be my first pick because my mom is the best and I love her a lot. And the second one is NG Denver, which is the conference that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be a speaker there in August along with some really other cool people. I think uh, Alyssa is going to be there, Alyssa Nichol, who is, I think, a a panelist on Adventures in Angular. She is, yes. Joe Eames is also going to be there, which I think he is also a panelist on Adventures in Angular. And obviously Jesse Sanders, who is super, super cool. And there's a couple other people from the community that are going to be there. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And those are are my picks. Very cool. It's angulardenver.com. And yeah, it looks like it's the first week in August. So, Yeah, it's going to be super fun. I'm excited. There we go. Yeah. A few people I know on there. Yeah. Very cool. I'm just going to jump in and do some picks. And it's kind of a, a general pick. I haven't published these yet, but uh, I did some recordings at CES in 2018 for a whole bunch of coding toys for littler kids. That's and... Cool. So I'm I'm really looking forward to getting those published so that people can see some of the things that are out there. So if you're interested in any of that, go to just go to devchat.tv slash YouTube and it'll take you to the YouTube channel. And then you can go look at the CES videos. I, I'm hoping to get those up this week. I've just had so many things going on in life. I haven't gotten them up yet. It was in January. But yeah, if you want to go check those out, we looked at a whole bunch of them. And I'm actually, I got some review units on some of them. And so I'm going to be digging into those too. But Yeah, I'm going to pick those. And then I also just like the idea of things that you can do with your kids. And uh, Joe Eames, besides being a regular on Adventures in Angular and JavaScript Jabber and Views on View, we're we're also pretty good friends. I go over to his house every week and we play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. But uh, he he introduced me to a game called Little Wizards, which is kind of a lightweight role-playing game for kids. And so uh, I'm going to pick that as well, just because it's something that you can do with your kids. It's kind of interesting and, and gets them to think through problems and find creative solutions to them. That's awesome. All right, uh, Sam, if people want to find you online, where do they go? I am the littlest dev on Twitter. And I have, I believe my medium account for articles is Sam Lee underscore 509. All right. Well, thanks for coming. We will wrap this up and uh, we will be back next week. Awesome. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.